0: Welcome to the Free Thinker Society podcast.
1: I'm like, want to rant. I think about about conspiracy theorists and fuck that term and explain how the CIA coined that term. And I said, you know, we're, we're free thinkers. And as soon as the episode was over, Sam called me. He's like, you need to start a show called the Free Thinker Society of Mike Romanelli.
2: misinformation about this situation.
1: What's going on, my Freak Seeks and Freethinkers? This is Mike Romanelli with season two, episode number six. I think you guys are going to really enjoy this one. I got one of my brothers coming in. This podcast, and as always, Mystic Mark on the board, hanging out.
2: What's going on, Mark? How are you today? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Thanks for having me back. Always, episode six of season two. I just had a really great conversation about Skull and Bones that came out today on the the Grimerica show, which that's a big. It's a big show, so hopefully we'll get some yeah. new listeners from there. I was almost certain that I plugged this show in the in the outro with them. But, yeah, good times, man. Things have been going good. Yeah, I'm sure that was a good one, man. Those guys go hard. Yeah, I'm looking forward to talking to Tino. You know, Tino oh, was yeah. on my show a while ago. I met him when he came to the dojo one time. But, yeah, looking yeah. forward to to talking with Tino.
1: Yeah, Tino's great. I cannot wait to talk to him as well. It's been a minute. I haven't seen my thing since October, and I can't wait to uh, have a conversation that you guys get to listen in on. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, the dojo's been going great. We just had Jessica Kirsten here. She just destroyed this room for two shows. It was wild. A fight. A, a fight broke out in the audience. That was wild. Yeah. Uh, not a fist fight. Not a fist fight. But a, a verbal fight. fight. At the first first show, I missed it. Apparently, it's all caught on tape and will be clipped and out on her Instagram and stuff and TikTok and all that next week. Um, but yeah, uh, I thought it was odd. I saw this couple; the the woman had her feet up on her husband, like like he like rest on his legs the whole show. And I thought it was odd. I watched it, and then somehow that turned into some kind of fight, and the woman got triggered about some joke Jess had, and they just became like part of the show that's what hecklers do i can't wait to talk to tino about this but that's what hecklers sometimes do they just become all of a sudden become part of the show don't realize that it's kind of a problem i feel like in the world today that people just think it's just them and nobody else like forget about the other 80 people in the room right it's just only about them let's come back when we get tino in here
0: yeah we're here with tino tino sanchez what's up tino what's up <laughs> and my boy, not- pony boy is making an appearance.
1: Nice, <laughs> nice pit. Yeah, so he's, a- he's nice. So I, we were talking about uh, hecklers. We were just trying to kill some time in the intro, and I was talking mm-hmm. about a heckler I had over the weekend uh, at the Jessica Pearson show. And you have a very famous. You dealt with a heckler pretty, pretty fucking well. Tell us, about yeah, that.
0: But, but Dave Chappelle—that was just last night, right?
1: Last night. But I think you handled it probably the best handling of a heckler I've ever seen in my life.
0: It's Why? funny because I saw I saw another comedian, I think it was a female posting about what they would do. And I was just like I was just like I wanted to make a meme and be like just like 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 smiling. But the idea for the meme I have is comedians. Oh uh, like I have I have someone like laying, sweating, like being worried about I was gonna I gotta find a meme. Comedians scared about being rushed on stage and then the other part is me like sleeping like a baby. <laughs> yeah. So let the listeners know about what happened with what someone heckled you once. Oh this is uh this is a viral video it went yeah millions on YouTube and in even uh, and even more on world star hip hop. <laughs> so uh, about if you just anybody watching just just Google heckler gets kicked. <laughs> and it'll come up. There's a bunch of different versions. A lot of people thought it was fake at first because my friend was there. He went to the bathroom. His girlfriend started filming. And that's because when you see the video, there's two, there's two angles. So it looks like it's fake. So you see from the back of the room and then you see from the side when I actually kicked the guy. So I kicked this fucking heckler who rushed me on stage. And uh, if you want to have a laugh, make sure you watch it on Worldstar because the comments are great. I actually used this in a bit that I was, when I talked about it, the the top four world star hip hop comments. The fourth one was I'm going to use the N word like Snoop Dogg does because they all call me, they call me the N word a lot. And it was with like, it was a term of endearment. I felt yeah. like Abraham Lincoln. It was like, and, and one of the jokes I said is like, if they called me the N word so much that the police pulled me over and shot me. <laughs> so, so the number four. Hey, did we lose Mark?
2: No, he's here. I'm here.
0: Oh, Oh, okay. Oh, I can't see him. There he is. Okay, so the number four world star hip hop comment was that nizzle was the last comic standing. Number three was someone should have did that to that nizzle's mom when she was pregnant. Number my second favorite one is uh when your stand-up sucks, so you gotta kick a nizzle. <laughs> that one makes me laugh all the time. I was like a year in a comedy. I was hosting for my very first time. A friend of mine went out of, went out of town, and he said, hey, do you want to host my... Oh, Mike, was that shitty little coffee shop downtown Vegas, which isn't there anymore. It was called The Beat, which is crazy, because that place was there for years. They just recently they got rid of it. And the, the best comment, I wish I had written this, was, oh, okay, so when I kicked the guy, he goes call an ambulance call an ambulance i hit my head call an ambulance i have head so the comment was first time i've heard the word ambulance pronounced correctly on world star hip-hop <laughs> <laughs> hashtag ambulance <laughs> <laughs> best and then my my closer my tag to that was and all four of those comments were written by joe biden um so yeah just look up heckler gets kicked yeah,
1: it's great. Yeah. I show it to people all the time. In the, the green room here, I show it all the time. Uh, oh, so so wait, what
0: happened at your spot? Someone heckled. What happened? I...
1: No, it was just, I, I actually missed it, but uh, there was uh, some heckling, and then a fight broke out. Damn. Apparently, not a fist fight, which just a oh. lot of screaming, people got off. Jessica had it all on tape, and apparently it's going to be, she's going to make a clip out of it. But Wait,
0: is this the one that I said was a killer?
1: Yes. Oh, man, she's a killer. Yeah, Jessica is a killer. Yeah, bro. Rast yes, fire. Yeah, she's she's nuts. And we were we were just talking about about that in the intro and I was just thinking about you. I think I'm going to so- Someone heckled her? Well, it wasn't so much they were heckling as just interrupting the show. Like they all oh. of a sudden were just talking. I mean, like I said, I missed it, but what I got out of it was this woman had her her feet up on her husband throughout the whole show. Like Damn. she was laying back with her feet up and I don't know if they told her Take her fucking feet down or something. And so they kind of got into a, like it just disrupted the show. Yeah, you're not. And a, apparently, I think, I think, and then, and then the woman got like offended by a joke and started heckling a little bit about the jokes that she just lost her husband or something. I don't, oh you know, God. We'll see the tape soon,
0: but <laughs> no, you didn't lose him. He's hiding, sweetie. Yeah, anyone who goes to a fucking show, I mean, it, now it's just become like a, a virtue signal. Like just go to find oppression, to find shit to object to. And it's like you're going to a comedy show and how about that whole thing with Rogan? Like, how is the guy that how is the people that that combed through thousands of hours of Rogan not diehard Rogan fans now? I mean, they have to be. Yeah. That right. turnover rate was probably ridiculous. These the same thing with um with Gavin McGinnis. It's like you 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 go through and you look for all the stuff and you're like, How are you not laughing and not a huge McGinnis fan after you listen to what he said? Because yep. it's just all nonsense it's all propaganda it's all fucking 1984 bro like I saw a great shirt at that quote fest I did with Sam it said make shit I, I make, make 1984 fiction again yes make, make 1984 fiction again and I was like I love that that's what's happening I got I was doing a, a show before we get off the heckling thing I was doing a, a mic a couple weeks ago and there was a group of Black people on the right side of me. And they were... This is a hard mic already. It's because it's all comics. So they were just loud and heckling, talking shit. And, and I come to find out one of their friends... They were there waiting for one of their friends to go up. And they were just talking. And I was like, oh, I hope they're still here when I get up. And, and then I got up and I do this joke. It's one of my favorite jokes. And it kills with Black people because it's true. The joke is I didn't... I, I got... Facebook jail. I, I think, I don't know if you heard this, Mike. I actually, Mark, you guys probably both heard this. And I messed it up at one of the shows I did at your place because I went back and watched the video and I go, I totally left out the key part to this joke. So anyway, the joke is I got kicked off Facebook because when that uh, movie about that reboot of the Ghostbusters came out with the all-female cast, I wrote, if I wanted to see a bunch of overweight women talking back to a ghost, i just go to a black church. And that kills the black people because they know that's funny. Yeah, we talk in church. That's funny. So I did that joke and this group of black people, it was all the white, it was all the people over here that were, like, oh, oh and oh, maybe because the black people didn't make a big deal about it. But then because the white people made a big deal about it, then they started talking shit and I was and then I just went in. I said oh great now it's my turn to get heckled by the cast of Rosa Parks and Recreation and then just slayed of everybody was dying and then I said, and then the one of the black guys told me to get back in the kitchen. And I said, ladies and gentlemen, babys kids. Again. Kill you again. And then I and then I said, Look, look, I just want you to know I'm not racist. I have a black heart. And then I and then I got him. And then I said, I have more black friends than you can shake a nightstick at. And I just was like, just be just like with like your girl that was just there. Just oh, and the last one was, hey, I come in peace. Cause this was after the whole. Will we'll, um, Smith thing. I go, hey man, I'm not trying to fight. Don't come up on stage. I don't want to get jumped by the FUBU fighters. And then at that point, they were in. After the after the my set, they all came up. They're like, that was funny. That's funny. You know why? Because I didn't walk on eggshells around them like everybody else does when they're around black people. You know what I mean? It's like it's the bigotry of low expectations. It's like we're supposed to the, the whole thing about punching down is you think you're superior. No, yeah. there's no punching down. I agree you with say that. You're coming from a position that you think you're superior. These fucking people are mental, man. Mental, what's going on in this country yeah. right now? What you just said reminds me of the, the whole the whole
1: thing with trans men in, in sports. Like yeah. and then claiming you're a feminist? Impossible. You're yeah. you're you're destroying fem you're destroying female culture. You're you're a man just cheating. Yeah, that's exactly like, right. The same kind of fucking thing you're saying about punching punching down, like and trying to save, like you're saying they're, they're down. Fuck that, man. I, I mean, I don't. We don't see it much here with the political correct. I mean, you played here. You saw. We don't.
0: Yeah. That's we're right. very
1: lucky in 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 this area, New Jersey, where we don't get that. We have a lot of true comedy fans. This was more of uh, this situation that happened last weekend was just more of people just interrupting and becoming part yeah. of the show. But uh-huh. yeah, I mean, do you see that? Do you see that when you're when you're touring throughout the country, like the 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 fucking really offended people? Because I don't see. No, because.
0: I mean, I think Sam, I didn't, there was a couple of shows I didn't, uh, Sam did. I wasn't there where there was some issues, but Sam, the, the cool thing about going out with Sam is that's where it's like preaching to the choir, you know, we're, we're not, we're not going to run into, and then even at the store, I mean, when I was, when I was living in LA, are you still there?
2: Yeah, we're here. Yeah, we're um, here. Just showing you a meme. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw this one.
0: <laughs> Even when I was at the store, because because the, the funny thing about L.A., when I was living out there and going to all the mics and all the shows, is it's it, it, was, it was equally the comics that were yeah. a bunch of cucked out... Virtual signaling. Yeah, dude. I was at the improv at the open mic one time, and this was right during the whole Me Too thing. And this black dude gets up on stage... And, you know, he's already got a got a foot up because he's black, right? So he gets up on stage and he does this clever ass Me Too joke. And the whole room, it's all comics. The whole, you could just hear everybody's assholes tighten up. And I was the only one that laughed. And I was like, oh, fuck you guys. What <laughs> the, what is wrong with you? And it's funny because I would go do all these mics and I've always been, there was a time when I was kind of teetering, should I keep going with this kind of um, button pushing? Like I love Patrice O'Neill. I love what what's the woman's name that was just at your place? I keep just forgetting. I, Jessica. I almost said Angela. I love that. T- Tony Hinchcliffe, Chappelle, what he was doing. So I was doing a show with Sam at the store, and Tony, and it was and, and special came out. Not the la- not the last two, but the one before the last two, which was one of the. I mean, just brilliant. Yeah. And I watched that and then I watched Tony Hinchcliffe and Tony Hinchcliffe is not PC at all. And he goes fucking hard. And I was on the fence. I was like, should I, should I try to be more user-friendly to everyone or should I be, just keep doing what I'm doing? Which is, you know, like Patrice O'Neill, a great quote. He says, it's no fun unless you offend at least 20% of the audience. So if I can keep the fader at, you know, 80, 20, 20, pissed off people and 80% everybody laughing and then that's where I want to be and I I, so I went to the store and that the reason I'm saying this is the store all these fucking virtue signalers going on and these comments especially it's it's disgusting and then you go to the store and it's like it's still free speech there it's still and especially when you think about the the roast and the shit that they say at the roast man that is like that gives that's the beacon of hope in all this soy. I call it the sea of soy. It's the lighthouse beacon in all the sea of soy. So I did this, that joke that I did about uh, Black Church, I first tried it there at Sam's show, and that whole set, everything hit. And I was like, oh, finally, I got it, I got it. So then I went to a mic like two days later in Hollywood, and nothing. Crickets. It was all comics. And then I was like, and I knew it worked, and I was like, oh, fuck you guys. And then that was when I I turned a corner with comedy because that was a good five, six years in. And the problem and that I, that I, that I had, and I see a lot with with comics and mics. I tell people that are starting to take one thing and just wring it out and just rewrite and rewrite and craft and look, come from different angles and just keep working on that. And that set that I came out and did with you in New Jersey, I was doing that. Was that 2021? we were out there at the height of the sh- of the lockdown. Yes, Cause, cause, yeah. Because yeah, because we were you weren't wearing masks and like fucking yeah, it was, we weren't yeah. even doing open mics. Where was not even open mics to not to wear masks? And we were kind of out there, and that was a big deal when we came out there. And you guys, we weren't wearing masks out there. And then, so I knew that this stuff worked. And that, that's and my point was is up until that that time when I did that set at Sam's show, and then I went to the open mic. I was constantly, you know, jumping from joke to joke and not really taking one, five minutes or three minutes and just fucking ringing it out. And that took me a long time to figure out, man, morning, And morning. I see it, and that's the problem with mics is you're in front of the same people, especially in Vegas. In .LA you can go to a different mic every day and see different comics. You're going to see roughly the same people, but there's so many different there's so many mics in LA.'re yeah, I I a know, big city. New, York, yeah. New York, too. And, and so what my thing was, oh no, no, you have to stick with one thing and you gotta craft it and polish it and no. ring it out and rewrite and rewrite and rewrite. And that thing, so I was done with that set that I did at your at your place. And then I so I had a good seven, 10 minutes of that. And then recently I chopped it down to like five. So I took out so much shit that you know people would call filler. And it's just boom, boom. Because it, before it was boom, 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 I thought. And then I just did that first five minutes that I, I shrunk everything down. And then I did another new five when I went out with Sam at the Float Fest. And same, Sam came up to me and he goes, hey, man, you got a lot better. And I'm like, what are you talking about? That's the same shit you already heard. But what what he was talking about was I had condensed everything. And because it's like, when I thought I was done with that set, I wasn't because yep. there's still a lot of good gems in there until I recorded, it, which I never got a good recording of that. So now with this, that's the hopes now is like, now I have it condensed even more and then I've added more of something else. So yeah, the, the, to be able to get up at, at the store and at your spot and to going around with Sam, we've, we've basically been, he, he's got his own crowd and I've been lucky that way. But even when I do crowds that aren't, you know, our people, it's okay. It goes all right. Like, you know, but I don't see a lot of, if, if we do get groans, I'll fucking clown them or there's more laughs than there is groans and I'll, and I'll acknowledge it and I'll go, look at all these people having fun. You, that's why you don't get invited to parties. So, (laughs) you know, it's, it's, I don't see a lot of it.
1: Around here here in New York city, you get people walking, you get people pissed off and you have And obviously you're in New York city. So you have, you have killers, just these lineups are insane, but the crowds are, are, the crowds are, are rough. I mean, they're just not the same as in New Jersey
2: where, and and this, you know, just being a a fan of comedy, I heard comics talking about this like six years ago with the colleges, the colleges were like this. And now it feels like this is sort of, spread out to the college cities and then the big cities and it's now it's like a classism. You know, you have people who are maybe we could call blue collar or just, you know, salt of the earth. They can relate to this kind of stuff. They don't get offended typically, you know, that just yeah. seems to be my take on it.
1: I mean and I was talking to Sam about this, you know, back in the heyday when, you know, that raunchy crazy whatever you want to call it, comedy, Kennison and Eddie Murphy and all that. They would take you on an emotion before there's PC culture. Let's just say, yeah. they would take you on a roller coaster of emotion, where you might even be a little bit like, "Oh, like you almost hated that joke that, yeah. that you were yeah. laughing about yeah. something so horrible." But they bring it back in, and it was it's when I watch great comics, especially Sam. Sam's the first comic in my place. I, I realized what he was doing. They're they're literally hypnotizing the crowd, and they're taking him on this adventure, and and it's a roller coaster of emotion. And when you fucking when you're sitting in the crowd and you're Got your arms crossed and you're pissed off and you're grunting. <laughs> you're, you're fucking with the whole show, man. You might, yeah. not, you know. But I, I do think the pendulum's swinging, and I do think that we're coming out of it. I really do. As crazy as as maybe Twitter and all these other platforms make us think that there's people are 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 so offended. I'm living it, man. I'm I'm here every single day. I'm watching it. When I'm not in my own room, I'm out in comedy clubs. The pendulum's swinging. These younger kids are even more fucking. They're the, the young generation of mikers that I'm around right now—they're fucking wild. They don't give a fuck. So that nice. gives me a lot of hope of where we're headed with nice. comedy. Um, you know, a commercial comedy? Yeah, well, that's—I think the whole commercial system is going away. So it doesn't really—you know—it's yeah. dying. Yeah. Everything's dying, man. Everything—the whole system is dying. So we're just in a—that's where we're at right now, just with everything. But I think comedy is—is is, comedy's back. I, I, people say it's dying. It just—it's just different. That's all, and I, I don't—I don't think people are going to be so offended. I mean, they are offended, but I think the young comics coming up—they're going to push the limits so fucking far. You're going to see this.
0: Shit, I lost you. That's all right. There you are. Sorry, no, no. Go ahead, sorry. Um, because I hit the fucking. Uh... Go ahead, sorry.
1: No, it's all good. Tino, just to, to switch gears for a second, you had—I uh, saw your pit there in a minute. What, can you tell us also about what you do with uh, you do some awesome work with with Pitbull Rescue?
0: Oh yeah. So in Vegas, I'm in Vegas again because I left uh, fucking California. Actually I left at a great time too. I left right before well, they're still they're still doing that dumb mass shit out there in LA. Yeah. But I left right I left in April. Shit, it's been a year. It's been a year April. Was it God damn, it's already been a year. So I was doing I was doing this as a Aside passion project, I I started a, a pitbull page called Peace Love and Pitbulls dot org, and we had a picture go viral. I used to I would do I would go to these functions, these rescue events or dog events and in, in parks, and I would bring my I had I had four or five pitbulls at a time, and I would put them in the back of a, a trailer that you know remember those old little uh, mini trucks with the little tiny bands. And so I had one of those. Yeah mini truck beds cut into a trailer. I, I, I don't know where it came from. And, not, and what I do is I put a big kissing Booth banner in front of it and I put pit, the pit bulls in the back. And that thing went crazy viral. And it took us, our page on Facebook, we we went up like 30,000 in like month. This guy from the East Coast came out and took a picture and, then, and we got all these followers. And then there was some algorithm or someone at Facebook was digging us because They we were getting a thousand, I think it was a thousand likes a day for like a year, and we shot up to 430,000 followers. And then once I started, because it's connected to my other page, once I started saying what I say, we started getting, um, I lost. See, that's
1: yeah, fucked up. That is though, you're doing something so great. I mean, yeah, I had no idea. You're one of my buddies, I had no idea that you were connected to Peace Love Pitbulls, and my wife has all the a bunch of the shirts donate. Oh, great. Follows. It's great. No idea until, you know, just,
0: I, I think I saw you know, with yeah. a shirt on
1: or something or you were yeah, selling it s- on one of the shows. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. I was. And you know what? That's, that's funny because I was doing the show. Oh wait, it was your place. And this guy comes up to me and he goes, where's your merch? And I went, Oh shit. I didn't bring any merch. And you know, cause that was the first time I had been out and Sam had taken me out. I was like, you know what? I got to start bringing merch out. I'm trying to find where my page is. I'm trying to say, I think we're up, I think we lost like 30,000 followers because of my other page. And that's really sad because like, I do I do rescue. Why can't I find my own fucking page? Jesus. And I've got like a bunch of dogs I'm trying to rehome, home And my reach is like, okay, so I just posted today about Frida, this dog that I I fostered and trained. It's a husky. She's got a little bit of guarding issues with her dogs. Nine likes. Yeah, are you nine me. fucking nine fucking likes? We have four hundred, so we dropped from four hundred thirty thousand followers to four hundred five. So I lost thirty thousand followers in the last well, in the last couple of years. It's 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 dropped. But I have another dog that I'm fostering right now. She looks a lot like Pony Boy, that dog that you saw. It looks a exactly like him, but it's a female. Trained her, ready to go. I post videos about her. Let me see. Oh, okay, so Frida, that got twenty, that got 21 likes. 68, I mean, we're talking about 400,000 followers and I'm getting, that got 101 likes. It's got me playing with her. If you go to my piece, anyone goes to org, it'll take you directly to our Facebook page and you'll see, I got Annie is the dog's name. I'm sitting on the couch playing the guitar and she's chewing on this rope next to me. A uh, hundred likes, six comments and this is a dog i'm trying to rehome so yeah i started this thing and because of my cuz it's connected to my other page i'm totally being shadow banned
1: totally, totally. Yeah, that's a real shame that's a shame because you're doing great work with that and then you know that's just part of this this fucking this whole shadow band, man it's fucking with a lot more it's, it's fucking with a lot and you are doing great work and and that's fucked up man you know that's totally fucked up
2: Did you Um, just go to uh, the most recent Float Fest, Tino? Were you there?
0: Yeah, yeah. That was uh, just, I just got back. That was last weekend.
2: You should try to, you should try. I mean, maybe Sam can put you in touch with someone or I'll try to put you in touch with someone who could help you do it. But maybe you could transfer what you have on Facebook into Float because I think that's one of the things they're trying to do with their platform is make it like a Facebook swap so they could.
0: Well, are they doing that yet? Because I I heard that you could do that. Yeah. And is that available? Or you could just... I'll
2: look into it. I'll look into it. Because there's there's other social media platforms that are coming up too right now. I just spoke to a guy who made a website called Minds, like humanmind.com, Minds.com. And it's like a Twitter alternative. And it's really taken off. A lot of people are using it. And there's like a... Sort of crypto tipping thing that goes in it. So if people like your posts, they could also tip you uh, for it. So uh, oh, nice. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of new stuff that's coming out. It's just, you know, for the most part, the average person isn't aware of it. This is where, right. you know, places like this come in podcasts, comedians like yourself, you know, spreading the word, telling people like, fuck Twitter, let's get on minds or fuck Facebook, yeah. let's go to float, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, what, wait, what was. What was the one you said that you could, they can tip you? What was that one called?
2: Minds. M-I-N-D-S.
0: Isn't there another one that does that? Stitcher? Is it Stitcher or?
2: Well, Stitcher is yeah. a podcast host, so maybe you're thinking of something else, but, but yeah, I'm sure there's others. Oh, no, there's wait, gotta be the others. One, my
0: friend, my friend was telling me that there's another one that he was trying to push where you could get, where they could, yeah, they could send you money like that. But it was called, you know, Trez, he's been on a couple of shows. Yeah. yeah i can't remember remember what the hell what it was called anyway yeah
2: i'm familiar with him you got
1: to get the you know i i I was saying this to mark earlier like i want to start focusing on just on on my listeners and and getting it more organic and get away from all these tech this tech bullshit because you know you get that's exactly what happens you build up you build a a following and then all of a sudden you get shadow banned and i don't know yeah yeah you know as whatever you feel about Elon Musk, I don't think he's going to be, I don't think no one's going to be our savior. Like these systems are already built. They're in place. And we got to start thinking about it. Like I'm a, I'm a firm believer in just going back to the old, old school stuff. And now we do have these uh, audiences between Sam and all these other, other, other podcasters and comedians. And we got to just kind of get these follow, like spread these messages through these podcasts. You know, the pit bull thing is a big thing. Like that's my dream, man. That's my dream is once I, either retire someday from from the restaurants and the comedy club like I want to own a farm and a rescue and just save as many pit bulls as possible because it's fucked up and I wish I had the time to do it now I just don't um but yeah for that that to me that is like that would be living the life it's just having a nice farm and just rescuing these animals and getting them homes yeah you know I got a pit myself and uh, I've had a a few pits and that that's a whole rabbit hole man that's just a fucked up situation out here in Jersey and in these cities in Patterson and North you find these pit, you find these pit bulls everywhere. Trying to work with a group out here to do some comedy shows, um, to raise
0: some money because it's you know cost a lot to rescue these animals. Well me and my girl just got a a big uh piece of land out here in Vegas and I mean it's perfect for what we're what you're talking about we want to do. Right now we're doing we we found fucking mold in this house and this fucking old owners didn't I don't know if they didn't know. I'm pretty sure. I don't know how they couldn't fucking know, and we're stuck with the bill. Mm. So I've been doing fostering and training, but that's the goal. And actually, I mean, I don't know. Maybe we could do this. I, what I did in L.A. I did this fundraiser called Pits and Giggles, and I had Brad Williams headline. And I turned out, and I ended up training his his wife used to bring his dog Diego to my class when I was in L.A. And I ended up babysitting their dog a lot. And he came out. He did the show. Sam did it. A guy named Craig Conant. Amazing comic. And I want to do it again. And Callan said he would do it. I don't know if that'd be something you would be interested in doing maybe out at your
1: spot. I, I've been uh, talking a couple of rescues and they are all they all want to do it around here. I mean, I don't know if you are uh-huh. Yes, it's something 100% we could talk about. We need more awareness yeah. to this. I think a lot of people. I think the uh, the stigma has kind of died. People are are mm-hmm. are willing mm-hmm. to take these dogs in now, right? In my neighborhood, wow. uh, when I first, I, I've been in my same same house for over twenty years, and when I first brought my pit home, the first we were like the talk of the town. Like, you know, everyone would hide their kids type like, thing. Now, every, oh shit! Every other, oh yeah, now, but now, but the good thing is, every other neighbor now has a pit bull. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. So yeah. I think the stigma's is dying down, and so it should be a little easier to get these dogs homes but it's, it's just up, up what goes on with, uh, pits. I mean, all dogs, but it's in particular, it's uh, close to my heart. I would love to do that with any way I can to help that cause for sure. Uh, I think that's pretty awesome that you're doing that. You are talking about your community. You're talking about the community. You mentioned this to me when I saw you in Villegas, are you still doing that where you have a community of people that are trading and coming together as a community. Are you still is that still happening? No, no,
0: dude. I mean, so I live out in it's like horse horse property out here in mm-hmm. Vegas. And we got to we share a well with three other houses. We're on a cul-de-sac. And the most I found is next door app because nobody said anything to me. It's like you guys don't understand. I mean fucking Mr. Magoo, the president of the president <laughs> of the United States is talking about food shortages. Yep. And no one's paying attention to all these food plants being burned out. And my girlfriend just went nuts and she planted like, we got fucking tomatoes, broccoli, pumpkin. We already have a lemon tree, sweet potatoes. I want to get chickens. And it's like, yeah, dude, this shit is, this, this, this shit's getting scary. And, and so the only thing I'm doing is next door app, because I know people around here who have right now who have chickens. And, you know, right now, I'll just, you know, trade. Hey, we got chili peppers. We got. Yeah. Man, she planted so much shit out there, man. Strawberries, fucking all kinds of shit. Yeah.
1: So, what yeah, we're talking about. Is I, I really believe that's what we all need to start doing. You know, I, I, yeah. I was always the weird stoner kind of guy in my neighborhood that didn't talk to people, but now I'm talking to my neighbors. I know <laughs> who's cool, who's down, because yeah. it, that's what's gonna. It's gonna. It's gonna come a time where we're gonna. You need to need to know your neighbors. You're going to yeah. have to, you know, I grow a ton of shit. That's another passion of mine. I just love to grow food, but you're right. I mean, people need to, food shortages are real, man. I'm in the food business. I just left a, a major food show in, in, in New York. And when I tell you every vendor, they used to horrify me with, they would think they're impressing me, telling me about how their meats and stuff would last forever. And I'd just be like horrified, like what the fuck. But now the last convention I went to, they're shook. They're all yeah. they're all worried about the summer and 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 getting us product. I mean, forget about how much product is costing. So yeah, shit is gonna get real. Shit's gonna get real. Yeah. Now some people like to put dates on it and say that it's gonna become mm-hmm. right around the, the midterms or whatever. But regardless, oh yeah. Regardless, I wouldn't doubt that either. Yeah, that's a possibility. But this system that we've created here is not it's not sustainable. It's not Yeah, Yeah. You know, this whole consumerism, this whole so it's going to crash eventually. And I think people need to learn how to be self-reliant for sure. And then after self-reliant, you got to, you got to turn into your neighbors and, and if someone's got chickens and you have chili peppers or yeah. someone's got yeah. potatoes, yeah. like that's how you're going to have to, if the shit hits the fan or if God forbid the power grid goes down, like yeah. I think about that shit probably too much to a, a point where it's probably not healthy, but yeah, you know, if it does happen, There's it's going to be levels like the people that there's going to be some people that just like they couldn't handle the pandemic. Like when you can't get your fucking mocha, venti, latte, whatever, they're going to fucking lose that. Only know how to order on an app. Those people are going to lose their fucking
0: minds. They're going to go first. You know? Yeah, I just I just bought a a compressor. I mean, a compressor, a generator. I was looking all over the place because I was like, okay, I need something that can keep the fridge and the freezers going and I bought this one. It was like four Patriots. You see them on Facebook. I mean, just, just talk about Patriot. I mean, just talk about generators. You're going to start seeing all kinds of shit yeah. on Facebook. And I think that one was 20. Oh, it was 24, but they knocked it down to 19. Oh, shit. My, my bug guy is here. Fuck, he's early. <laughs> um, Come here, you guys. Hold on one second. Shit, I'm sorry. In the middle Mark, of the show. Mark and I can hold it down for a minute if you got a ah, Get back. One second, I'll open up the gates.
2: Shit, sorry, man. That's all, all good. good.
0: Yeah, so I got the generator. I just, I just sold my house. I was doing Airbnb with my house. The one I was, come here, come here. The one I was living in uh, LA, and because I just, because you know the, where the market is right now, and the people that were talking about the crash in 08 are saying the same shit. You know, you know, this housing shit can't last forever. Yeah. So I, it took me twenty years, 2005. My house appraised for double what I paid for it, and but I loved it. It was a it was a loft you know, here in Vegas. It had a backyard and a garage, which you know, lofts don't usually have that. So I thought it took that that long, almost twenty years, to gain that equity back. And then now that I know what's going on, I was like, I got to sell. I sold it, so I, I made some good money on it. So I'm buying a generator. I'm going to buy a bunch of more gold and silver. Um, I'm going to go get a bunch of canned goods. <laughs> yeah, man. The only thing I'm worried about is the dogs because I feed my dogs raw yeah. and that shit's expensive. So I got to figure out an alternative that I can feed them when the shit goes down because it looks like there's going to be food shortages and that means the beef in the because I feed them raw, that shit's going to be... I mean, I'm already paying almost $4 a pound yeah. for for meat for these dogs. So... Yeah, you yeah, don't have any kidding.
2: any squirrels or any game around your house. I bet out there in Vegas, this is probably slim pickings. No, no we got
0: coyotes.
2: <laughs> yeah, no. I don't think we you want to teach them to be cannibals.
0: <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, I got to figure out some kind of, I mean, maybe just a bunch of canned dog food. But all that dog food is shit. All of it. Yeah. I've been feeding them raw. And yeah, that's a big
2: thing I noticed. Like great. recently, people started to get more aware of that. Like you see there's like healthy options now in the Whole Foods for for pet food. And I don't know, man. As somebody who who's never owned a dog, I've had cats, you know. I've always been suspicious of that because it seems like a lot of the family members that I've had their dogs, they don't, they don't die healthy. You know, like it's very rare that, you know, it's like a healthy dog that passes in their sleep. It's always like a very, like, you know, at the end of their rope situation and you got to wonder. Well, the, like, way
0: I, the way I put it is imagine eating cereal your whole life. Right. That's what we're doing to our dogs. Right. Absolutely. That kibble yeah. is the fucking devil. Yep. And I, you know, I've, I've lost, Jesus, I, I lost three or four dogs to cancer. And then my girl Shorty lived to 17 when she was 12. The vet said she had eight weeks to live because she got uh, lymphoma. And we got on the cannabis oil. I'm sorry, I'm walking around, guys, and letting this bug guy in. Uh, the, uh, she got the cannabis oil, and she made it another five years. And she made it to 17. She died of a late. So... And, and then ever since then, so her last five, or actually the last five years of her life, she fed her raw. And all my dogs, I feed them raw food, and which is raw meats, bones, uh, organ meat, everything. And uh, yeah, I mean, think about it. I mean, if you lived off cereal your whole life, how healthy would you be? You would. It just, it's just, it's bad yeah. news. And then you, and then you factor in the water and the pesticides. And I mean, there's, there's already a ton of things that are killing our dogs, you know, and us, (laughs) you (laughs) know, how about, how about the fluoride that's dumbing everybody down? I'm going to open the back one right now. And there's so many other factors and the the best, the the least I could do is give them healthy food, you know? Yep. I've been feeding my dogs raw also. I have a 16 year
1: old and she, I just said to my wife yesterday, I can't get over how her coat is so soft and she's in just great. I mean, she, her her mind's going because she's just, you know, she's getting old, but her body, oh, she-, she could still run 16. And, oh, wow. uh, and she's, uh, I mean, she's a Jack Russell, that one. So she's, you know, they live a little longer, but she's very, yeah, young. the little ones do. The little ones live long. Yeah, little ones live long, but, but I, I, I did that as well, Tino. Like I got, I knew there's something wrong with that food. And I started, you know, first buying and cooking for them, you know, cooking them rice and 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 uh, ground turkey stuff like that. And then my na- one of my neighbors is a hunter, and uh, another guy was a pit bull trainer. And he told me about this whole raw. So we would give the the, the dogs, you know, the hearts and the organs and
2: yes, whole, yes,
1: and all that. It's just so great for them, and it really, really does. You see them almost like their true potential. You know, they don't want to eat that. Yeah, the- shit. Like give, like you said, yeah, that- it was like giving them fucking fruit loops every day.
0: I just, yes, the, the organ meat. Food. The organ meat is great for them and for humans too. I mean, everybody, everybody should be eating liver and especially liver. The organ meat is great for you and for everybody.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Another thing, I don't know how I don't know how woo woo you get, but I also think like part of what's going on with the dogs is that you know a dog is a protector. You know, they want to protect their family and they take on a lot of the energy. And yeah. uh, that's the way I believe. I believe that they take on a lot. So I think besides all the chemicals and the free radical flying through the air, I think they're also taking on a lot of the shit that the the anxiety and the the the, the trauma that the, the collective is taking on. I think the dogs are taking a lot on for us. And that's why you're seeing dogs, you know, dying earlier and getting weird diseases and things that they didn't have 20 years ago. I truly feel, you know, I know when I consider my energy and calm myself down, like if I'm really nervous especially with pit bulls. if i'm having if i if my head's not in the right place i could my dog will almost always get sick first or something I'm like oh shit oh, interesting like i gotta yeah. check myself i gotta yeah. i gotta yeah, bring that shit home check myself and then they seem happier now, i know it's a little bit out there but i do believe that i really think that oh great. no no they they definitely pick up on your energy i mean
0: especially like when they, uh, yeah and then when like like if a loved one dies i mean that's that's, that's, that's a big factor. That's huge.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, same, same thing happens with a lot of times with dogs too. When they have like, when you have a couple of the old one dies and if you don't get another one, is like they, 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 they mourn, you know, they'll mourn yeah. and sometimes they'll go quicker. The second one. Will yes. Go very that's soon. Well, right. they're not that old. That's very right. Calm. Yeah. They're, they're pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's they're pretty awesome creatures, man. And truly are like man's best friend, you know, and, and I, I do the whole energy taking on the energy thing. i'm telling you since i've checked myself i've noticed a big difference in my animal but yeah man i mean it's it it also goes to show how how resilient humans are though because we are getting bombarded with chemicals from overhead from everywhere and we're still yeah people are dying and we're getting all kinds of weird diseases but we still somehow make it you know we still somehow almost adjust imagine if we didn't have any of that shit what what our true potential would be what humans would really be if we truly
0: ate correctly if we truly slept yeah. right. No 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 we so we already have our life expectancy is is like better than it's ever been. Can you imagine what you're saying? Can you imagine what it would be if the government wasn't trying to kill us? Yeah. <laughs> I mean I mean that's that's literally I mean when I when people talk say conspiracy theory I, I go oh wait, 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 wait. you mean spoiler alerts? <laughs> we have video of gates talking about Depopulating the planet. How else does that happen unless you kill people? Yeah. He's buying up all the farmland. Yep. He's talking, he can talk about vaccines, but Joe Rogan can't, because I guess you know, when we weren't looking, Bill Gates got his doctorate or he, he became a doctor. But like they're literally, I mean, the whole thing when I said earlier about fluoride, I think there was one state, I think it was out back east around you the somewhere. There was one state that was fighting and fighting. To be the only, to be the only one that didn't have fluoride in the water, and they lost. There was a whole documentary. I don't know if you guys saw that, but like there was fluoride in all our waters, and I'm thank, thankfully we live in a we have a well, where we're not getting the city water. Mm-hmm. But I mean, think about what we know. What fluoride does to you, it dumbs yeah. you down. We know yeah. this. This is Make not conspiracy. Downfall. This is a fucking, this is not, this is what they've been doing. And why and the, the fuck food? is going
1: to care about our teeth so much? Like right. what? They, they care about our teeth right. that much that they have to put it in? Come on. Like it's great. Yeah. Cra- it's fucking crazy. Like they really care. Negative. about. Well,
2: and yeah. then you and look at. Like fluoride. I, Go ahead. Sorry. Well, you look at the the people who live outside, the few, few rare people that live outside of the industrial system, and they don't brush their teeth. They don't need that. They have, you know, maybe a toothpick or some sort of toothpick device yeah, and yeah. something to maybe scrape yeah. the gunk out of their teeth after they eat. But other than that, you know, it's really not what it is here in the States where there's this whole dental practice. I mean, I, I'm a guy who's lost a couple teeth, you know, from the dentist. So I could, you know, it's close to my heart. I've had that pain, that tooth pain, and I've always been very suspicious, you know, especially the way the dentist was like, oh, yeah, we're just going to rip it out. Like, what what do you mean rip it out? This bone will never be replaced. My body's not going to grow this bone back. And then you look at, you know, elderly people in in tribal situations who have, you know, access to food the way they've been eating, you know, not the ones that have been subjugated. And their teeth are great, you, you know. The people who yeah. live close to nature and eat healthy, organic, raw foods—they yeah. don't need any of that. They don't need toothpaste or anything like that. Yeah. I so, uh, you, you don't use toothpaste, Mark? I do. I just, uh, you know, it's it's really like it's it's because of the oh, diet. You get what I'm saying? Like because of the our diet, the way it is, you know, I'll use well, toothpaste. If you're, if you're
0: if you're staying away from the sugar, I mean, that's, that's huge. The sugar is is really bad for everything. I get that Tom's fluoride free. Yeah. And going back to what we were talking about with the dogs and the pesticides and the fluoride and the government basically trying to call the herd. I, there's a doctor I follow on um, Instagram and Facebook. She's a vet science with this. Her name is Dr. Karen Becker. Everybody Go get her book, The Forever... Oh, shit, I just happen to have it right here. The Forever Dog. This is this is a free plug for you, Karen Becker. The Forever Dog. This thing is great. It tells you all you want to give your dog blueberries. You want to give them broccoli. You want to give them spinach. You want to give them asparagus. She's got a great recipe for a, a, a red meat. It's five pounds of red meat with kelp, with hemp seeds, and all this stuff that I've been putting. The liver cod oil is great. You want the, the omega-3s in the dog. I mean, even the raw people are, they're almost cult-like because they're like, oh, you don't need to give them vegetables. You don't need to do this. And it's like, you realize that, that they're, that she's a scientist and she there's there studies behind this. It's not just some woman saying, give your dogs, you know, human food, which, you know, plants. Well, and it, but Everybody it would make sense
2: food. that, that dogs would eat similar diets to us given that they've, you know, evolved <laughs> alongside of us, you know, like, you know, Dogs, at least domesticated animals, they lived alongside of humans for, I mean, hundreds of thousands of years. It seems like they would eat, yeah. you know, what we would leave behind, our scraps mm-hmm. and stuff, you know, cooked mm-hmm. food and, and meat.
0: There she does. The reason I brought her up is she's got she, she's always putting out these great posts. Don't feed your dog. Don't don't store their food. I mean, if you're doing kibble, don't store it in plastic. Don't leave it where it gets rancid. But I don't I don't fuck the kibble. The bowls, no plastic. The other one, the reason I brought this up is fabric softener, the dryer sheets. This is all toxic to your dogs. And by the way, you too. Yes. So I run this page, Peace Out Pipples, and then I have another page It's called My Dog Beat Cancer on Facebook. And everyone's like, why are the dogs getting cancer? Why are all our dogs, excuse me, getting cancer? And it's like, okay, first of all, get them off that kibble. Second of all, the chemicals. I never thought about this. Think about this. When you do laundry and it smells fresh like the fucking sea or it smells like the forest, that's not they didn't get that. They didn't rub your shit on a forest. They didn't hang, they didn't hang your fucking underwear at the at the ocean. No, those are chemicals, just like preservatives and red dye number five to make your shit smell that it's not. Those are chemicals and those are toxic to everyone. I never even thought of that until I saw this, and I'm like, "How long have I had fucking dogs?" And there she's talking about get rid of the dryer sheets, get rid of the fabric softener. So now we get this stuff called Drop or Drops. I think it's D R O P P S. It's a little bit expensive, but and it's like these balls for instead of dryer lint, and it's these little pods that you put in for your wash, but like. My, my girl was like, the dog beds. We're putting the, we're washing them and we're doing the soft and we're doing the, the dryer sheets. And it's like, yeah, they're laying on these, getting all this nasty shit. And then we take them to the park. It's got tons of pesticides in the grass and they're eating the grass and they're walking on the grass and they look at their paws. I mean, there is so much against us. We got to start just one by one. Okay, the food. Okay, the, the laundry. Okay, the water. I mean, there's so much to think about. And, you know, I had a dog live to 17 and she beat fucking lymphoma so yeah we got to think about all this stuff we do if you're a dog lover if you're a dog lover look dr karen becker the guy she partners with is rodney habib this book is fucking amazing what kind of bones to give great raw advice in there too for raw feeding but yeah man they're trying to kill us
1: (laughs) yeah they are they're totally trying to kill us tino i mean and you know and our dogs and it's a it's a slow it's a slow burn you know they want us alive enough to make us a consumer to get us, as much yeah. as we can yeah. out of us to, yeah. to, you know the 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 medical industries for both humans and animals yeah enough where you know they don't want to cool. kill us right away because that'd be quick but just enough so we got to pay into these systems.
2: And to your I mean, point, to your point Tino about like the fake smells and stuff, like they could be yeah. giving people jobs by using the right stuff. If they had all these lavender farms and all these other great mm. herbs that nature gives us that provide mm-hmm. organic scents that don't have all yeah. of these side effects yeah. and chemical, you know, components to them they could be, they could be offering a lot more for people and they don't, you know, that stuff is more expensive. You said you had to pay more for this special, you know, I pay for the, you know, everything I get comes from either the like sort of co-op or Whole Foods, right? Because those are the only wow. two options for, healthy unchemicalized food and and other products you know same thing with healthcare I mean shampoo people wonder why they go bald well you're using freaking Irish you're using this Irish whatever you know soap bullshit and it's not like to your point they didn't go to some Irish spring and get it smelling like that those are you know bar bitch you know 79 B67 all these weird chemicals on the back of those and the ingredients absolutely
0: man i stopped, I stopped using shampoo it might, have been about, it might have been about a year now i just now stopped using shampoo because i was like yeah all this shit it's got chemicals all this stuff right yeah all, everything right yeah, we're bombarding ourselves with it, chemicals all day
1: long and who knows what else who knows what's going on with all this wi-fi too with all the, the you know the yeah we have no idea about that shit either what that's doing And G5,
0: are we on G5 now? Because I see it on my phone, but my phone doesn't work any better on a call. It's fucking garbage. I heard
1: it's it's bullshit. 5G? Yeah, I heard it's 5G is not actually, we haven't actually, they actually haven't turned it on yet. Okay. That's what I've heard. I don't know. Yeah, because. I think we'll know once they turn that switch.
0: (laughs) I see 5G on my phone. It says 5G, and I'm like, well, why is my phone not any faster? The calls are garbage. I mean, no one talks on the phone anyway. But when I do have calls, they're always garbage. Mm.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the other. That's a whole other fucking rabbit hole conspiracy about how products start off amazing and then just go to shit. But we don't uh-huh. have time for that. But yeah, if you think about, I always talk about that. How like my Wendy's. What is, my uh, what was that?
0: Wendy's. That's every restaurant. Wendy's first started. The frosties were amazing. The chili was amazing. Now it's oh, garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. Doctor, oh, can you talked about things start out great. Yeah, they all cut corners. No, but absolutely. <laughs> I mean, batteries, batteries from the 80s and 90s
1: lasted a lot longer. Tires, yeah. all kinds of things. When they first yeah. came out, they're amazing. Yeah. But your first iPhone was like they were almost indestructible. Now it's like, like everything is just built to go to shit. And this yeah. consumerism, but no one's thinking about all the waste. Like my family yeah. alone, the yeah. amount of waste. Yeah.
2: Well, it, it's, it's planned obsolescence because it's money going to people whose lives are not, you know, they're, they're already in their 60s and 70s. These Klaus Schwab, you know, money pushers, the people who make decisions, you know, these people, they're sort of raised with this mentality of like, well, we're just going to squeeze the most out of this while we're here. You know, I think that's kind of the, the materialism, consumerism virus. But, yeah, it's like planned obsolescence. Op- Obsolescence. They build everything to be uh, obsolete eventually.
0: I I believe. First of all, it's made in. Go ahead. Sorry.
2: I'm
1: sorry. I believe that we're literally we're seeing a new book burning as well with everything going onto the cloud, with all the books and all the information going to the cloud. You turn the switch off, it's
0: all fucking gone. So I believe. Yeah. These are. This is half of my, not even half of my. uh, These are the books that I've read, and every time uh, someone comes on Sam's podcast or another podcast or Rogan's podcast, and I hear about the book, I always order the book. Yeah. And, uh, and so I have the book and I, you know, it's funny. I've always been a late bloomer with everything. Like I hated school. I hated reading. I, I never did homework. And the thing that comedy has kind of instilled in me is now i read i don't watch as much tv i'm always reading not always but i'm trying to read more i've read more books in the last five years than i did in school and and i'm getting and it's like yeah you know especially as you get older you know that's good for your brain to keep the wheels turning yeah but yeah get those hard get those books (laughs) yeah you think about like the the pyramids and the supposedly i love that theory that it was just a big projector of, of energy that's what the pyramids did and and then all of a sudden they had a cloud basically and then all yes. that information just is gone when they were gone and it's like where are all the books where you know you got the hieroglyphs you got that kind of stuff but it's like yeah if we let everything go in the cloud then we have nothing like i don't know my girlfriend's phone number Do you know yeah. you? actually that's a that's a bit that i that i have that i've meant to try like Oh yeah, you love her. All right. Without looking at your phone, tell me her phone number. Yeah. I, I need. But like, do you know? I like. I know my mom's phone number. That's because I've been the phone number since before we had fucking cell phones. But I have. You don't know. Remember when you were a kid? I don't know how you are, Mike. But when we were kids, you remembered. You memorized phone oh, numbers. Yeah. We don't fucking. I don't know anybody's phone number. Yeah. With my phone. It's funny because I ride a motorcycle, and I got one of those those little tag things. That has your information on him because it's like, if my phone goes out, when I was in Texas. I was like, if someone steals my phone, who the fuck am I gonna call? Yeah. I don't know anybody's number except my mom. So, <laughs> yeah, dude, <laughs> we've just what you were saying, we like it, it's a book for it's, a, it's like all the, all the information is up there and none of it is here. It's like China, all our shit's being made in China. We don't Absolutely, have yeah. shit here. I mean, we got to get dependent. We got to get independent. We got to start
1: doing our own shit. Absolutely. Tino, this was fucking awesome. I have a bunch of things written down that we even go over, but we'll have you back on. Oh, sorry, dude. I get going. No, that's fine. That's great. I love it. I love you, man. You're such a funny dude. Can't wait to have you back at the dojo. Anything you want. Where can any of my listeners uh, or our listeners, where can they find you?
0: Dude, I would love to come out and do your show again. Oh, the, who's that little cutie that she's always posting pictures of her? Ro, Rose? Is it Rose? Uh, uh, Ro, Ro. Ro, Ro. Yeah, she's a little hottie. She, she's always posting pictures of, like, uh, yes, yeah, she looks great. Yeah. So I told her, I said, I'm going to try to get a show with uh, Mike so I can come out and pull your hair. I mean, uh, hang out a little bit. Yeah, dude. I'd love to come out there again. I don't know what, 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 what Sam's schedule is like or, you know, that'd be great. Or, right, and let's talk about maybe doing some kind of a yes, charity event, maybe too. Let's absolutely talk
1: about that. Thank you so much for coming on, brother. Everybody, check out Tino Sanchez, he is a very funny dude. And thanks so much, man.
2: Thanks, Tino.
0: Yeah, you can find me. You can find me on Instagram, it's Tino Bumaye. You know, the Ali documentary when they would say Ali Bumaye, it's spelled the same way, or just Tino Sanchez. You should be able to find me on instagram i got a, a lot of followers after that kick after will smith because everyone started playing that that uh, me kicking the heckler video so yeah and, and google that heckler gets kicked that's me <laughs> <Kicking> that <heckler. laughs> yeah out of the out of the comedy scene literally kicked him out of the comedy scene he Got <laughs> banned from every mic after that anyway thanks for having me guys thanks brother Appreciate